that's definitely a, a, a major thing we didn't talk about. What? The freaking FaceTiming. That's so annoying. Like, I'm not a big fan of that. Why? I don't want to see you. I'll be the old man with that. I don't like that like, shit. Like, why do I need to see this person's face? I don't know. And it's mad distracting. It's See loud. people walking around. Like, holding their phone up, like, mm-hmm. looking at this person. Like, not a big they fan. don't have jobs. That's, that's literally the first thing I, and it's absurd. <laughs> it's like some Republican <laughs> judgmental bullshit. But every time I see that, like, they don't work. <laughs> I, it just comes up to me as just inefficient. That's it. Welcome to the parlor, listeners. This is Two in the Bottle, and I'm Brandon Harrison, chilling with my co-captain, co-pilot, and co. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think about that. What, what what co are you this week, DJ? Um, unprepared. Co oh, unprepared. Neither neither one of us is prepared the way we should be, but that belies the fact that we do in fact prepare. We've been thinking. We've been sitting here thinking. Indeed. For at least a strong hour. What we're gonna say to give you that content you've been missing because we we've been gone for a week so yeah well, come back appropriate welcome back yeah yeah welcome back I hope you guys are enjoying we're, we're back again it's um, only been a week yeah right that'd be all right. stop all your clamoring all your blood clot crying my blood your blood clot crying yeah. the kids the dog everybody dying no lying what's that from Jay Z he he took it from someone else but yeah I, I don't know I don't know that one. Mm. I'm not gonna act like I do. I, I don't know all the the J lines, but you know, he's he's back now. He's he's re- relevant again. Very. Yeah. So, but we're back again. A lot of things have happened. <laughs> it's been an, an interesting couple of weeks in this uh, August eighth, two thousand seventeen. Timestamp before you for all the people in the future listening. What's up? Hope you're enjoying your hoverboards. We don't quite have them yet, but we're back. Me and DJ are chilling, and uh, I would say that. DJ had an interesting experience this past week. He you know, once again got his costume on and uh, went up to Caravana. I did not wear a costume you for what not, it's worth. You did not wear a costume? No. no I did not play mass, no. No. Okay. Yeah. You did not pour oil all over yourself. Well, that's like Juve. That didn't make it to that either, but um, nah, no costume. <laughs> no Juve. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. I participated, though. It was lit. Okay, it was lit. Good time. It was, I mean, the weather wasn't up to par for the most of it. Um, and I went with um, a number of ladies that dressed up and played mice and they got rained on and oh, breezy and shit. But later in, later in the afternoon, uh, the weather got a little nicer. So Okay. So everybody made it. I mean, I, I'd never been to the one up in like Toronto. Like how is the actual you know, mass parade? Like how is that whole experience? It's just people throwing the streets up and well, this year apparently it was too rainy or something. No, nah, it was maybe that contributed, but it wasn't organized as well. So people were kind of the bands were kind of spaced out farther than what you would expect, and and the the band like the people that comprised the bands themselves they were separated from a lot of the the trucks that had the music, which is that's bad. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that that's what I heard in, in a lot of the complaints, but um. After a while, you know, once you're out there for long enough um, and you've been drinking for long enough, everything just becomes fun. So right. it was a good time. Hey, big ups to uh, the, the six. No. Can we just call it Toronto? Toronto. Yeah. T-Dot. The door. Yeah. T-O-T-Dot. T-O-T-Dot. We the North. For sure, dog. For sure, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went last year. I know we talked about it on the pod last year, so I don't want to 
bored of long time fans, but um, yeah, participating at any of those carnival West Indian type of events, they're always fun. Yeah, man, it's a good time to be outside and be drunk, and those are always good times, I'd imagine. Yeah, everybody's merry, man. Everybody's merry. And you, you also said you spent some time with the fam, right? Yeah, prior to that, because um, we were off for what a week, like yeah. a week, dog. <laughs> um, yeah, prior to that, my my little brothers came in town. Um, one tw- one's twenty two, another one's sixteen. They came right. youths, uh, youths. Yeah, came came and hung out with me for uh, about a week or so. Well, me and the fam, and we did a number of events and hung out, talked shit, played ball. Um, went out to dinner. All uh, the things that brothers do. Yeah, fought. Yeah, all that type of stuff. What, and and they, they managed to look up from their phones and speak to you. It was difficult, especially for the for the youngest, for the, for the sixteen year old. Um, but I but I I feel like I, I was I was I was getting through to the, to the best of my ability. Um, I long I no longer can treat them as I as I used to nor can I behave as I used to so um and how was that uh it, it, it puts you in touch with with your age and their age as well so um I used to be a little bit more uh or even up to now I, I have been more authoritarian and uh directing what I expect of them or Telling them what to do, or or speaking with a certain tone, stunning them, or what have you. Yeah, because I used to just you know, put them in a the headlock or punch them in the chest or what have you, like like all big brothers do, right? Um, uh, and that's no longer applicable, right? Because not because I can't, and they definitely still revere and have just like that innate respect for um, an older brother, so to speak, but. Like one is twenty two. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, trying to like, yeah, or arguing a certain way with a twenty two year old. Like, he he's he's his own man to to a strong degree at this point. Another one is sixteen. Like, sixteen is pretty old, and and he he has his own fucking car. Like, what what do I look like? You know, vital. What's up? Vital, young. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I went I went through the I went through the uh. That type of exercise with both of them in two different instances, and after both of them, like, all right, nah, we we just can't do this anymore. I'm not gonna have to be more democratic and lead in a different way than just um, uh, a my way uh, or the highway type of approach. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. I feel you. I mean, I have a little brother, a little sister, similar age. My brother's 18, and my sister's 15. This mm-hmm. is weird, sort of having like step wisdom trying to get them to do what you want <laughs> yeah. them to do and just like I don't know that doesn't always process right but the whole 22-16 dynamic is a little different like it's almost like uh, you remember that 3 Dave skit on the Spell show yeah it's like oh man you see like the sort of breakdown in periods of when I was thinking when I was this age 6 years before that 6 years before that right so it's a pretty funny I guess shift in the time situation so just for you to look back at like your brother and then your youngest brother, like damn, he's tripping or like I like that shift in age. Yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely very similar to them. Obviously, we came up together, um, but I'm also very different as well. And based on my own experiences and how things turned out, I feel like I do have a good handle on, you know, what's right or what's wrong or what's the better way to do certain things. Um, so yeah, so when they don't abide by that or, or don't even give it 
pay certain things that much attention, that that is a little, you know, bothersome. I mean, you try to course correct, but you can only do that so much, you know, with, with people that, that come that age, um, at least from a, from a stern point of view. Like, you really have to reason with them and, and, and lead by example. So that's the most I try to do, just try to be clear and have, have, have a conversation with them and treat them like the young men that they are instead of like some little boy I can just, you know, push around or what have you. Like, those 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 days are over. So phone timeouts are not popping? <laughs> if they were a little younger, if if if, if 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 I was a little more ahead in the process, um, you know, if, if they were a little younger, I would probably try to instill something like that. Uh, but now, yeah, it's kind of out the window. Now, when we are interacting, though, yeah, no, that, like that's just common respect for anybody my age, older or younger. Like, we shouldn't be in the midst of talking to one another while being on our phones, looking down or not paying attention. So the youngest one, yeah, he was definitely on Snapchat or whatever. Several times I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm talking to you. Put down your phone. And he would do it out of respect, but it's just trying to break that, that habit that, that is just so commonplace nowadays. Well, I mean, in my estimation, I like the thing about the youngest generation. People like always shit on us. It's really like you gotta realize it's getting worse. Not <laughs> well, number one, it is getting worse, but it's not millennials, quote unquote. First of all, the internet and social media has affected everybody, mm-hmm. especially older people more so. You remember when the Bluetooth came out? Just infected every auntie and uncle. Can I pause you for a second? All right, all right. Do you see it coming back? I see. Why do I see old niggas with Bluetooths very often nowadays? But it's the, the iPhone headphones. No, and no, no. Niggas no. just be yelling at them like. No, I see older, particularly West Indian men wearing Bluetooths a lot nowadays. Huh? That's because they're like all either supers or they're like driving a truck. Driving, yeah, that's what I say. Like they're usually <laughs> driving busy. me around, where they just having a Bluetooth, and I was looking looking at them like, yo. Why do you have one of Bluetooth? Or oh, I see him literally just out in public, like kind of just posted, Bluetooth in, blue light blinking, like his mesh shirt and keys on his hips. <laughs> <laughs> got on leather sandals. Yo, yo, gotta, I get ready for that soccer game at the park, man. Play. But yeah, it's like when these new technologies come in, I find it, it sort of infects the older generation in a way that's insidious because. They're not aware of it. So they're just like, we're going to do it. Like, we're going to do everything. And they just take it way too far. The prime, which I'd say we are the prime generation now, quote unquote millennials, which I don't like. It's like, all right, this is something we probably grew up with to an extent. We've seen it grow and change. We understand it. So it's not taken in to the same extent. It's like people participate in it, but no, like, all right, maybe this is too much. Or, seen the other side. Yeah. Hold on. You don't like the term millennial? Uh, not really. I think that term is fire. I'm not gonna lie. I've yeah, always liked that millennial. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just right. lit. It's like millennium. It's you know, it's very, <laughs> it's very much like. Hold on, which no, nah, it's not. What was before that? <laughs> Big Willie style. That was his. That was that's the joint that went like diamond you know or something. You know what's funny about that? In retrospect, fire. Fire. <laughs> just like, what are you talking about? Miami was on there. It's like, but just in terms of just the clever, like this Big Willie style. Was done, like, it's just so. It's so just. Dad humor, it's like yeah, Big Willie, <laughs> yeah, Big Willie style. That that was old nineties terminology for when, if you were really the man, you would be 
Big Willie. Like, so it was Big Willie's time. Yeah, well, it's a play on words. What was on Willennium? Uh, I don't know. Was it like the late age of, of uh, was Wild Wild West on there? I feel like that was, it was on the soundtrack, on but it might have been on Willennium yeah, too. Bonus track or something. You know, Willennium was it was over by then. It yeah, was trash. But the, the phenomenon was, was over. Yeah, Wild Wild, Wild sh- West was the last one. I'm sure he went platinum off the album though. I'm, Switch. I'm sure. Switch. Remember Switch. I'm I'm trying to forget about it. <laughs> when that came out, I was like, "Yo, you need to go sit down." <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I don't want to hear it. It's bad. Yeah, Will is in dis- disarray right now. But what are we talking about? What Millennium, millennials. Yes. You think it's flames as a term? I just felt like it it, it incorporates. I know why they created the term. Mm-hmm. People that grew up up and came of age during the millennium. But I feel like people want to make that incorporate with these younger kids because they don't understand what it means. It's like, oh, these college students, like, yo, if you are a new college student, you were born in 1999, which means you don't remember anything. You never wore a do-rag, all right? Or how about you never had a, what was those joints called? The Not a Chia Pet. The Tamagotchi. Tamagotchis. <laughs> Never had that. You never had a Tamagotchi. You never never played Pokemon cards. You don't understand. You don't understand that technology. It, it grows. You take it. You can't. You take it for granted. So these younger kids that people are complaining about, I constantly hear about them. I have this guy interning. He's a he's an college student. His kid's crazy. <laughs> it's like no, that's the new youth. That's this. That's these soldiers in this fight for Zion. <laughs> the drones. Yeah. No. I, that, that that sounds like it, it speaks to this this Atlantic article that um, I shared with you, but apparently you already had read, um, talking about have we uh, already lost a generation? Right. <laughs> and so these these kids now, because they are pretty practically in a in a different age group, that were born from about uh, nineteen ninety five till now, um, that have come of age. In an era in which the internet is full blown and and, and ever present, um, and and the author, do you have the you have an article up? Yeah, yeah. What's the name of the author? He calls his generation like iGen, you know, like after, you know, pretty. Like, is it's like flame? is that flames? It's trite, but it's clever. Maybe no iGen like that. It's, it's it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense for the iPhone, iPod, iPad, iGen. Gene M. Twinge, twinge, twinge. Oh, shout out to him. Yeah. So good article by him in, in the in the Atlantic um, that confirms most of my fears fears and suspicions about um, young people using their cell phones and social media too much uh, and habitually. Um, but yeah, these group of kids they have that they they started you know fourth grade with a Snapchat and and it's 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 intrinsic to to their being. Um, and it has both positive and negative effects. Uh, and has, as you said, I mean, people from all age groups has changed society uh, pretty profoundly in a, in a lot of respects. And most specifically to the to the youngest age age demographic, because they don't even really have a way to orient themselves without the internet, because that's all they've known. You know, the most we had around that time. At least I did was like an AOL chat room where you go into like chat room of like basketball or some shit. Yeah. Be like that, and I thought that was so so crazy at the time. But 
just the little things that you remember yeah. seeing. Like you talk about Tamagotchis, but it's like this eight bit thing, like that you had to use your imagination to hold. Like, do kids have imaginations anymore? It's full, I don't know, like man. everything's fully realized. So it's right. just like it's interesting, like what the access can do to your perspective. Yeah, I mean, I would be lying if I said I didn't see a lot of these uh, conclusions that were drawn in the article based on um, sociological studies and statistical analysis if I didn't see them in my youngest little brother. You know, he's a fully formed person. He's not, you know, brain dead or anything like that, but just his habits and the way he communicates or or lack thereof and how much he's actually on his phone and on Snapchat and getting Snapchats or Instagram and and what have you. Um, It, it, it made perfect sense to me. I already had these suspicions anyway, um, and I had read similar but shorter articles about about the same type of thing. Uh, but you know, when I was in reading, I'm like, damn, my little brother is like this. And they they have a few um, remedies for it, um, but but most simply is just be active, right, or get out the house. Um, but that said, right, my little brother is a, is a fucking athlete. He was on. Varsity basketball is freshman year of high school. He's he's going he's going to the eleventh grade now. Like he's active, <laughs> very active. Has his own car. He drives around, goes work, works out, play basketball. Um, but it still affects him. So, um, it, it's just very a very difficult thing to break. If um you know it's just, if it's just a party part of your being coming up. What do you think is that cutoff? When did these children, <laughs> latest generation, become birthed? Like you, you said in the article, we read in the article that uh, Gene Twent decides that he wants to go with 1995. Mm-hmm. But just in your terms and of like listening to people and talking to people, you know, in similar age groups and younger age groups, what do you feel like maybe the cultural moments or defining things are like, oh, this is how I know someone is is younger that they just they have a fundamentally different experience like what would you think it is uh, I have my assumptions I would say most definitely when Instagram came out and was prevalent okay or either that or uh, I mean I think that was really like the watershed moment honestly because that is easily disposable and well in terms of just taking a picture it doesn't take that much effort to do it I would say Twitter, but Twitter is a little bit more mentally enga- engaging than than um, Instagram. But um, yeah, because I know—I mean, my my niece has it. She's like eight years old. She's been having it. So I, I think that that that's it to me. What do, what do you think? I mean, I was gonna just say like I just iPhone maybe. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but the iPhone went through a couple of initial stages, and it everybody didn't have it. So well, I mean, maybe adults, maybe I just mean like oh child like for these children for mm-hmm. like what separates I guess their experience of their young younger years whatever their developmental years from like the way we grew up I was thinking that when that iPhone came out and then you know parents were like all right here <laughs> you can look at it mm-hmm. so maybe that I don't know I I would maybe bolster that by saying when iPhone four came out that was when it was like the fully iPhones. I mean that was. The, that was the the fully formed, fully realized version of it. My iPhone four came out. It was it was like it was the fully formed. It had all the functionality that you needed or that everybody was asking for. 
front facing camera, back facing camera, the app store, um, had a cool design, you could put cases on it, uh, so on and so forth. So yeah, that that's that's what it would be. It's funny because another thing about this whole article is that they're sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it has a weird dynamic to it because people are more interconnected than ever before, um, based on technology and these social media services. Um, but they feel more disconnected as well. Or at least that's the that's the conclusions that were drawn. Am I right? Yeah, more or less. I mean, especially apparently with girls and everything. They said forty eight percent more girls said they often felt left out in twenty fifteen than just in twenty ten. Forty eight percent more. So just like I don't know, like when I saw that show Thirteen Reasons Why, and I was like, this is just like weird. Is this like kids? It's like people were relating to this shit. It just seemed like this melodramatic, yeah. overly wrought shit. I'm like, whose experience is is, is akin to this? And apparently. It match up, uh, yeah, a lot. So, um, almost lost my train of thought. No, boy, um, boys' depressive symptoms increased twenty one percent from just twenty twelve to twenty fifteen. Girls increased by fifty percent because it, a lot of it is the FOMO, FOMO, right? I mean, we, we that was a funny phrase of a, like a year and a half ago, but the fear of missing out is is a realistic thing, especially when you're a young, impressionable person, uh, subject to. You know, normal peer peer pressures or trying to live up or portray something. Uh, I think we all feel it at times. If you, you know, I have an Instagram account like that and whatnot. I mean, I don't. I'm not on it a tremendous amount or anything. But um, when you see somebody doing well or in a very dope situation, you know, like in a very cool situation, you're like, damn. I wish I could be doing something like that. I wish I could. I could have been there for that. So, um, and on and on the flip side. Oftentimes, when people put stuff on the gram, myself included, as rarely as I do do it, I'm like, "Oh, this shit was really dope." Um, I, this is why I want to put it up. Last time I put up a picture was because I was at Coachella. Right. So, like, y'all ain't at Coachella. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's part of the mental ethos from that. So then you have the people receiving that picture, like, "Damn, I want to be at Coachella, but I'm at home doing nothing. I'm even more sad now." Right. Like it just it just adds up. Adds up to that anxiety and, and, and depression. Um, there are a number of studies that they indicate in the paper range, just all over the internet, that um, that that excessive social media usage does does um, add more anxiety. Surprisingly enough, so um, go outside. I mean, even more than that, I would just say try to like we just have to interact more interpersonally with people and just not over. You know, like comment, like commenting on a snap or uh, liking a photo on on IG or, or right. Facebook. Like that shit doesn't don't isn't isn't that our whole th- theory? Like the internet is not real. Like it's, it's definitely just, not real. It's yeah. one of the funniest things that we sort of bandy about a lot. Yeah. The point about commenting, it's weird. You know, I'm a, I'm a blogger and I guess blogosphere world. It's just <laughs> weird when you like. I like met with some people in the like the blogging world and some of the people that are interested in writing. It's like wow. Some of these, these these people that inter, inter, interact and exist in this space are just so not like that in reality. Like I find myself to be pretty true to how I write <laughs> as I am as a person. Some people are like, this person's so awkward and like socially stilted. Yeah. But yet, you know, they have so many quips. It's different. It's not that they're not good writers or they're not competent, but it's like you're so quippy and witty or 
observant. And then socially, it's like, oh, this person seems to be like stilted and reserved. And it's, it's not that that's wrong, but it's like, wow, this is what you want to present. Yeah, it's just different. And it's weird that yeah, that's the different. thing. It's weird that I don't know. I don't know if these people, these people are personalities. Everyone's trying to present themselves as something and they're just not. Yeah, you can be whoever you want to be on the internet. I remember, I remember when I was in high school. Um, you was catfishing? No, I was never catfish. <laughs> no, uh, but <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was in the in the group of people that would try to get fly. Obviously, you know what I mean. Um, I would get Jordans fairly frequently, save up my couple pennies, do a couple odd jobs to get whatever's coming out. You waiting in line. Use my birthday money. Definitely was waiting in line for the, for the holiday releases all the time. Black and red 11s, cool gray 11s. Like, like realistically, I have, a, I have a whole encyclopedic knowledge of all of that. I remember very clearly uh, one of my friends had got these pair of Air Jordan 8s. Weren't the flyest ones, but they were they were a good color with the white and orange ones. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You nodded. He said, "Oh, shoes, <laughs> Michael Jordan." <laughs> uh, and he let our friend borrow them, and our friend proceeded. Uh, yeah, I don't even know why he would do this, but our friend proceeded to. He borrowed it, the, his entire outfit, and took pictures like just took a, had a whole photo shoot of himself and posted it on Facebook and everything like flexing real hard and I'm like this is not even your shit is it that is it that matter that much it obviously did like it speaks to a different you know a personal issue that people would have this dude I know for a fact he 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 came from a household where, where things were, were coming by much much harder than than my friend had it at the time Moms definitely didn't have a lot of money. They were getting their calls from donations and stuff like that. So he's obviously wanting and needy and wanted nice things. And immediately when he was able to borrow, he was taking pictures of it. Those type of things are uh, uh, accentuated on these type of platforms. Like, and, it, and it doesn't really address the, it doesn't really address the real issue. It just puts uh, a, a frozen face on it. You as your bandaid over that. Uh, yeah. In your, Heart, right? As if like shit is going well, but it's not. I mean, yeah, and I mean, with all the stats that an article pretty much bring that to fruition. Sad, not going out, not leaving your house, not re- not ambi- another one, not ambitious, like content with like their station, which I find odd. No, it's no, it's how it is. You know, I'm just. I think I've seen that a lot. I know my family just like, yeah, I'm gonna just do this right here, and it's. I mean, if it works out for you, sure. But uh, it's okay. But it's just like you know, it's I've noticed that a lot. Right. Yeah. I think thematically, a lot of what what I I took from the article was like not necessarily bad, but a lot of shit is just reoriented and changed. And probably one of the more detrimental things is how people interact Um, because they do seem to be more interconnected and communicate a lot but not in person or as I said, right. like, uh, high school kids have their first sexual experience much later now because they're not out as much. This is what I was going to bring up. Oh, what's up? <laughs> Come on, y'all. <laughs> Come on, y'all. 
different step step up <laughs> step it up and get it in you sound like the creepy uncle like what, what you doing boy damn like what you doing with that? <laughs> how's it looking at your little girlfriend like, like yo you, you 15 walk over to girl she got fat ass like, you're 58 what are you doing stop it you stop it I was trying to use that as a transition because we're 27 minutes into the pod that's good it is good because I wanted to talk about um, what teens aren't doing apparently what are they not doing apparently having sex or not doing it so I wanted to uh, talk about some politics surrounding sex and interactions and relationships. We're not a recap uh, review of everything in media podcasts, but I, I found myself compelled to address a situation and explain wh- wh- what needs to be explained about the latest happenings in Insecure. HBO's Insecure. Tell me. <laughs> well, listeners, if you know, this week, apparently Lawrence <laughs> agreed to go to a an event, a barbecue, and decided he was going to ghost and disappear. Not cool. SMH. Shaking not my cool. head. Shaking my head. Indeed. It's not how you operate. Tasha and all the Tashas of the world. <laughs> Told him off and let him know you a fuckhead. And worse is you a fuckhead and think he's a good guy. Mow, mow, mow. Bam. Not offended. And the crowd roared. The crowd went wild. Ah, you got him, guy. You got him, girl. Think pieces flaming. Think pieces on 10. You didn't even have to really think piece that one. You don't. We need a Hui Ling back. Right. But now, no, she was probably going off, right? Wagon, get your finger wagon. <laughs> I'm not here to, to represent the Lawrence Hive. All right, I want I want to make that clear. I just want an understanding of there's there's this discussion out there, sort of about what makes Lawrence a good guy or a bad guy or a quote unquote fuck nigga, apparently, mm. and it discounts what it means to be a sad. <laughs> Every man needs to go through a savage period in his life. And what you're seeing in the show is the growth of a savage, the beginning fetal breast milk suckling stages <laughs> of savagery. And it's 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 upsetting about the dialogue because this is all about relationships and communication and it'd be better if people can sort of be more honest about how we talk about these things instead of them. It just always falls into this weird battle of the sexist thing, which is like, that's not really what's happening. That's not what it's about. It's about a woman who was uncomfortable with really presenting what she wanted and a man not yet skilled in the <laughs> art of savagery. So he did make a mess of things. So things ran afoul. <laughs> So if you find yourself projecting, which a lot of people do in these situations, don't project. Assess. Assess. DJ. (laughs) (laughs) 
let's say you got to mine somewhere you did not want to go, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe you don't even know if you don't want to go. You just like, eh, I can take it or leave it. But I'm gonna just show up, and you get there, and somebody's playing the flute and twerking. Yeah, that was peculiar. You realize interesting though. Interesting, but you realize I may have to leave. (laughs) (laughs) You already agreed to come to this place. How does a good guy handle the situation? "Quote unquote good guy." Quote unquote, because we're all both. That's what is not being discussed. It's like, oh, well, a good guy doesn't do that. Or how does a savage handle a situation? What makes a good savage? I mean, how, how does how does this come into play in situations like this? Now we may define these situations differently. Um, my phone Alert. disagrees, <laughs> but uh, a savage probably a good guy. Well, if you were a good guy, well, okay, you have to explain the relationship exactly. to okay. Oh wait, the relationship of the whole to whoever is inviting you or why you why you're there. A nebulous situation, potentially wanting more. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Unsaid, nebulous, just like you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> don't know about that. We don't know. I'm just saying it's nebulous. Mm-hmm. You're invited to a uh, family barbecue. I really want to come. Meow, 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 meow. meow, meow. <laughs> you go, uh, I'll show up and bring a couple of whack chairs. Yeah, where do you get those chairs from? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you show up. Okay, if you're a good guy, you, and if you want to keep this going, keep the, the, the nebulousness going, you all go. Right, right, you right, go. Right. Okay, let's, let's stop. Oh, okay. A good guy. You break this yeah, like let's, let's down break frame by frame. Because it is, it is, it, there's all these assumptions everyone makes, but there's a thought process that everyone knows, but we don't want to talk about. So if you're a good guy, there's a way to keep this nebulous? Is there, is there a way to keep this nebulous? Yeah, and be a good guy, quote unquote. I mean, there, there's, a, there's a degree. There are degrees okay, to it. All right, all right. There are degrees to it. Yeah, proceed. So it depends on how, how to what degree you want to. It and as I said, like, does he if he wants to keep it going? It's too, it's, it's, it's there are a lot of ins and outs of this, but maybe if the good guy and the savage probably wouldn't go, or they, they would either make something up or just say, you know, I'm not ready for this. I feel like this is a, this is this, this engagement is um, a little beyond um, the station I, I believe we're in. I just gotta have a longer term relationship if I'm talking for like for Lawrence and. Both of them could do that's that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, so that's that's level one. Okay. Let's say you're you're a little more talented. Right? <laughs> you have an understanding of the game. How how else could you pull that off? For which which team? For for both. For the savage. Yeah, I guess it's more of a, a, a what, how could a savage pull this off? Because a good guy, that's it. You would say, you know, you know, I don't know if I should come. The savage would just say, you know, we're not in a relationship. I feel like this is this is something people in a relationship would do, so I don't feel comfortable going. Or come get some ribs, and be busy. <laughs> get ribs and be busy. Like oh, I'm busy. I'm leaving. Like well, that. well, no. It's just that it was. It, it it appeared in my estimation watching this 
that there's no reason you had to be there all day. Not in particular. I don't understand how you can just be like, I have something to do at X time. Oh, well, I mean, if that's your out, yeah. Yeah, it was just partic- it was peculiar to, to, as opposed to lie, which shows the, you know, the lack of skill. Mm. But just be like, I have something to do at three. See, I made it, I made it binary about going or not going, but right. you, you added another layer to yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Right. So if you're a good guy and you're unsure, you, I don't think he became un- completely sure until he saw that woman with that flute. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is the straw. I was, I don't know. She's a little ghetto. I don't know if I'm gonna deal with that. I thought it looked fun. That well, should look lit. Well, I don't think Lawrence is comfortable, DJ. You you have more of a you have more worldly sensibilities. You can hang out high or low. It doesn't matter. High or low. Uh, I think Lawrence is like, uh, I don't want to be uh, dealing with your aunties and all that. Yeah, my, my button up is all the way up to my neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm six four. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. And I think that's when he really came to terms. So it's just, it's just a weird understanding that if you're supposed to be up front, how up front are you supposed to be? Hmm. Pretty up front. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Because if you're not, this is how issues happen. Right. These are human things that happen all the time. But, you know, when shit blows up, you can only blame yourself. Right. But, <laughs> Who are you defending? I'm, it's, I'm just trying to clarify what, like, in the in the grand scheme of something like this, the 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 divide between what makes a good guy and what makes a savage, right? Yeah. What is a man like this supposed to do? You get in a situation and it's nebulous, and you remember, you guys are having sex. That's the tough part. That's mm-hmm. unclear. It's nebulous. You're having sex. That means status quo is preferred. Yes. Things are status quo. They maintain. They are the same. How do you end in a situation <laughs> like this and alter the status quo? Because you got to be more clever. Just like your, your idea. Uh, yeah. that's. I'm just trying to understand what makes someone good and bad in the situation? The way he handled it was was poor. Yes, I agree. You can't you can't just leave. Well, and then he tried this like this weak ass ad- admission like at eleven p.m. Yeah. Shit, like, he just called her at, at, at whatever. You know I, that's craziness. He's been drinking. Right. Not a good look. Not a good look. Makes you look like a fuck nigga. Yeah. So. So is he? Based on based on this 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 uh this this My deep dive is that it is done. He's not yet a good savage. Hmm. Because it's weird. It's like if you lie better, it's better. Because that's a, it's sort of like the yes, that's the, exactly. That's yes. sort of the assessment I've gotten from like out in the world. It's like you know he should have just said he didn't want to go, and it's like, and would that allow him to keep? having sex more <laughs> and, yeah. and not and not and not and continue to be nebulous yes yes and that's the better way to do it but that's doesn't appear to be what people want they said they want you just tell him he doesn't want a relationship it's like i don't understand <laughs> that's what i'm just trying to clarify from you know for the world 
a savage is 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 not going to make things better. Like that's not going to make things better for him to just not show up or to tell a better lie or I don't think that's the solution. Yeah, but better is subjective. Right. So maybe Tasha was lying. She could have been lying to herself saying she knew what it was. Um, but maybe she did. There's no way to tell for sure. She's probably out of the script now, I would imagine. So um, maybe she just wanted to bring eye candy around for, for the for the cookout. Right. She's a she, person. Too. Yeah, and she has every right to. So for your boy to bullshit it the way he did, Makes you look pretty weak. Be more skilled. More upfront, more clever. DJ. Either or. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any any tips out there for people? Because a lot of people are investing in the Lawrence's story, whatever, these Lawrence Hivers. How does one become a, like, what what, what is growth from here? How do you become a savage? What does a real savage do? Are you under the impression that I, I am or what's we, this, what's we all savage? <laughs> have savagery inside of us somewhere? You don't act on it. No, nah, you you know what to do. You really just gotta be cold and either yeah, clever or straightforward. Right. I think that's that's those are like the three three things. Right. It's cold, comma, clever or straightforward. Lesson learned. And be willing to cut your losses. Right. You can be clever. Higher threshold of return. Yeah. Less efficiency. Sort of like, you know, being straightforward is like a hidden three. It's like, you know, you're going to go for it further. <laughs> but, but, you know, you make it, you get three points. Being clever is like a good, solid, it's, it's alley, it's a dope, it's a, it's a dunk. But, you know, can you really continue doing that like that for the longest? So, everyone... Understand the process. Process is mostly to be savage is to understand you're in a, a tenuous situation that's probably not going to work out in the long term. So you got to know when to cut your losses. Sometimes you got to know when to fold them. Yes. If you're going to fold them, you can't burn the bridge behind you. You just got to be like, unless it's burning already, then you got to run. <laughs> All this just make me think of how to be a player. <laughs> Right, the rule. It, it's just like it's funny yeah. because it, it's just like people are talking about. It's such a different culture now, the way like that was talked about then. Yeah, they, he was. Yeah, it was definitely a little more different, but the nuance is still there. And and women play a, a stronger part now. You know, definitely. So you don't have to bullshit them as much, right? Yeah. Like you could be more keep upfront with most with most girls, right? Yeah. You definitely keep it hundred. It's definitely uh, an easier route. Yeah, or if you're clever, your cleverness has to be straightforward enough to where, like, when it doesn't work out, you'll be like, well, like, yeah, all right. key, That's a good assessment. The key to being clever is if you get caught. Yeah, you don't want to say something, do some egregious lies. You, you, like, don't, you yeah. don't just continue to be like, I'm becoming to come back to the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> like, I left. <laughs> I don't want to come back. No, or even if he said, even if he had said, you leave little openings. Well, you know? well that's preemptive. You know, yeah. you could have preemptively done that. But at a certain point, you're there. You're like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I might. This thing's going long. But, you know, yeah, vague, <laughs> vague stuff. 
<laughs> you just become better being clever. And when you get, I guess, cornered, you just be like, listen, I'm full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. There it is. Honesty. It's a good policy. Sometimes the best, sometimes not, but it's good. Mm. So all y'all out there. I'm sure we were very clear in this whole exchange. Are, are, were, were we? I'm sure of it. I'm rambling a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Try to fill up that time. Oh, man. I, if we move on something positive. Always. Not chicanery. And Trying to trick these hoes. I don't you know. Tra- it's not trickery. It's it's truth. DJ. Mm-hmm. Our favorite shows. Our favorite content is leaving Netflix. I don't know about favorite, but he's not Disney's not your favorite. Not necessarily. Moana was just on there. I was like, oh, Moana shit. was fire. It was was a fire. She was fire. Really? Fire. I don't know if the rock can sing. Number one. Well, uh, yeah, uh-huh. it was a struggle. Number two, very cookie cutter. Like, come on, y'all gonna do more? Do more for me. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm a very big Disney like. I, I like these Disney That's things. more Pixar, right? Or was that a Disney movie? I don't know, but it was musical styled. So it had, you know, Lin Manuel. It was hyping it up. And I was like, I get it. Whatever. Boats or something. Yeah. I just wanted more. They're moving off of Netflix platform. They're deciding that eventually they're going to come up with their own streaming platform and then start taking their content off of there. Disney. The, I guess the number one media conglomerate, right? Yeah, it's going to be called Disney Direct. Oh yeah, they had the name. No, nah, I just made that up, but oh. it sounded like it sounded like it would, right? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, no, my favorite is HBO. By the way, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, it's sophisticated. No, um, it's the further fragmentation and scrambling of the streaming space in lieu of the cratering cable industry. Uh, and also in a bid to appease uh, the Disney shareholders because they have a number of skeptical investors, um, and the numbers aren't they're, they're they're not they're not as profitable as they used to be, and also the revenue is going down. So they're trying to appease everybody by rejiggering things and also coming out with this uh, ESPN. Accompanying ESPN streaming platform as well, right. which ESPN is is going to be having a streaming option, which does not include live games apparently. So <laughs> I didn't see NBA on that press right. release as well. So I don't know if I'll be a big fan of that unless my mom's gets it, and I'll just use the password like I do right. HBO. Um, but do we think Netflix can sustain if all of these other studios start to? Uh, pull out their content. Well, what they're doing now is basically unsustainable. What they're trying to do is, it's actually a business strategy that they're trying to outpace during their periods of high, high growth that they're having now when everything is about Netflix by creating mad original content now, which is why there's a bazillion comedy specials on there. Yep. Easy and cheap to get. A number of originals you didn't even know were originals. They're buying originals from all these other countries to bolster what they have and sort of producing more original movies so that when eventually they take all these content off, they'll be like, Oh, we still have all these shows you love because we don't have yeah any of these other ones. 
Yeah, they have a David Letterman show coming out next year too. Yeah, I saw so, that. Yeah. Beer game crazy. Yeah, I guess he'll cut it off. Maybe, maybe not. Not not because he's on Netflix. Love the beard. Yeah, he's on Netflix anyway. Uh, that that's a pretty solid bet though, because they do have a ton of original content. Uh, their batting average is up and down depending on the season, but it is a lot of shit on there. It is for sure. It's definitely more stick it throwed against the wall sort of strategy. Right, but every now and then you're bound to hit with the Stranger Things or Orange is is New Black, House of Cards, Bloodline. I mean, they have a lot. Of, they have a lot of shows. Man. They do. I thought. I thought the, the movie options. The movie options. Like their movie sort of contact. Because remember, people like Netflix. Oh, there's a lot of movies on Netflix. Like it's sort of like beginning on that. It was like the yeah. Netflix Redbox, and now it's like, are there movies on Netflix? You ever search for a movie on Netflix and it's not there, and they say you could order the DVD if you have that option? I used that who the hell still for a long time. who still uses that though? I used it for a long time, mostly because I was teaching, so that I would get movies that were not sort of like in print, like well, not on Netflix. Yeah. So I don't know, educators. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to them for still having that, right? Because there are definitely a couple of classic movies I've been wanting to watch, but are not available on there. Yeah. So if it that, still exists, that was definitely my like college move. I'm gonna get some Netflix on disc. <laughs> like, this is a fire move because a lot of times it'll be the newer movie that they didn't want to like put out. So it's like, all right, we have it, but you gotta get the disc. It's like, all right. Yeah, the their schedule of um, putting out streaming movies is very disjointed because of these strained or janky relationships that they have with these movie studios. Case in point, Disney. Um, so a lot of times they're on delay before they, like they have to come out on one other service or something like that. So that's why it always comes in odd and disjointed. And it's also reach or based on country as well, or maybe even region. When I was in Canada, son or Toronto, they have HBO on Amazon, right? Like free? Not even that. Um, I think they have that coming out here. Anyway. They have it. They're linked as I have Amazon Video, but like you still have to pay for HBO. But there, I heard it's like. Oh, it's together. Yeah, it it could be. I wasn't even hip to that. I was about to show about not just Netflix. They have way more content. They have way more movies up there for in, in the Canadian version of it. Um, like I was watching Captain America: Winter Soldier. That that's not on there. Like they have, they just have they have way more movies. And it probably stood out to me just because I probably seen most of the good movies that are on right. U.S. Netflix. So it was a little disappointing to come back, and, and I didn't have as many. <laughs> There's many available. Um, but, yeah, it's just going to show you the, the, the changing of the times and, and how people are really cutting the cord. And if a company like Disney is really scrambling around trying to make shit, you know, You know, because they always grow. have their, their Disney vault that they always keep everything. The vault. They talk yeah. About it so they can just release, re-release old shit and act like it's fire. So maybe they'll put it all in this in this service. So, I mean, it's not, a te- it's not, it's definitely not a terrible idea. I mean, we, you have very professional people more informed than us putting I it totally together. I totally disagree that it's not a terrible idea. Why? Because for a company of their magnitude, maybe it's a long-term thing that will maybe give them fruit in 20 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. But not one of these ancillary services has become successful yet. They should have bought into Hulu. And maybe that's the way they'll do it. You're saying Netflix is not successful? Well, Netflix is very successful. But when these companies, like CBS has refused to be oh. these things. And yeah. I know CBS is known for being stodgy and old. But 
they've refused to participate in these things and have their own thing. A mm-hmm. lot of these different shows are going to do that. And I don't believe Disney has the cachet, but their content as Disney, I mean, you, you made up Disney Direct, but Marvel and Star Wars, okay, people will maybe even go and search for that and stream. Okay. I don't know what other content that will bolster the rest of that. I don't know if they have a service that could really do that. And, and when we talked about the a la carte style, when we end up all channels again, I, maybe it'll take Sony or like a TV company to make the interface to make all these streaming services cable again, basically. Right, yeah, but, as we discussed, yeah. Yeah, but without that, it, 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 it won't compete because Netflix is the Disney of this. And what's a close second? Do, do you ever boot up Amazon Video? I hear it's very pro- popular, but so I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. HBO, HBO Now, right? Yeah. But do you watch things on like HBO Now besides Game of Thrones or whatever like the main shows are? The main two, three shows that are popular? Every now and then. I peruse the documentaries. That they have a large library of movies as well, though. Their movies are strong. But I, when I had HBO now for a while, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this main show or these two shows that I like. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's really it's definitely the gateway into those. Yeah, for sure. But I don't feel like it it, it, re, it didn't have the level of content that Netflix had. Yeah. So it's weird. It's like that. And that's what the second most popular way to watch streaming. So then Disney's going to come in and be Disney. But now without the cachet of what Disney is, it's like Coke buying into, I don't know, restaurant market some kind of like market where it's like now they're behind this and have to participate with it and i don't know if it'd be successful they may i think you're understanding a little bit how many movies they have especially just straight up disney movies yeah they do they do have the lion king and lion king 2 simba's pride right and lion king one and a half this is fire every song in there is fire Lion King one, so they can get pretty far with that. Um, I would just be more concerned about, as you said, that the awkward, like um, there's been this build up and amalgamation for these three, for these major streaming services, but now they're starting to fragment into the smaller ones, um, and Disney will just take all the movies and content and put it on theirs. But like, a lot of people are cutting kind of courts to save money. So we all still practically have to get a cable bill. Not a cable bill, a internet bill. So up here, I don't know what you have, Optimum or Verizon. Yeah. So the average bill there, especially after you have your after your first year, is like forty to sixty dollars. So let's say you take the minimum of that, the medium of that, that's fifty dollars. You get Netflix on top of that. That's sixty two. You get, say you get HBO or something, 70 You got Disney, it's going to be at least another $10. That's 80 You Maybe you get one of these Slingbox players or PlayStation TV or whatever. Those are like $20. You're back up to that same $100 that you could have just spent to get the normal cable baggage right. with the ba- like with the you know first, hundred cha- first 80 channels or whatever. And you get your free HBO for one year that you can just argue to get again for the next year anyway. And you wind up with damn near the same thing. The thing about that also is the way that Netflix is set up is that, and they've said this, is that they don't care, people care about people sharing accounts. So they have that bandwidth to be like, all right, we don't really have to buy an account. It's like you may, yeah. s- so it's like, all right, 
I'm going to split this. I'm content with that as opposed to paying for this other thing that's supplementary. And with their film library, it would, I don't know, if I'm them, you could renegotiate with Netflix while they're booming and making a billion dollars a year and get a bigger chunk of what they have or try to get into the Hulu thing, which is a, a joint thing between the major networks. Mm. So I don't know. It, it just seems. Well, they've already decided. So I think it's already past that point. But uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it's just hard to hard to call at this point. But I know I for one, I'm not about to play for four or five different streaming services. Um, and if we know one thing nowadays, shopper like with the advent of the internet, beyond this uh, connection disconnection phenomenon and the anxiety, it does allow for a lot of uh, customization and and trying to find the cheapest price to do things. Exactly. So. Shoppers are not going to want to pay eighty to one hundred dollars for all these like for internet and all these streaming services. No that that time has passed. For you know when the, when the cable companies had a monopoly on all the content, and everybody's paying one hundred and twenty dollars for their channels. So there's going to be a breaking point. The reason Disney even decided to do this is because. As the cable revenue started to go down, streaming revenues have gone up. They've looked at they've been looking at their deal with Disney and seeing that their deal with Disney was isn't really reflective of their loss in cable revenues. Right. Um, so that's really what what's what spurned this. Um, so it remains to be seen. Really, for all the services, really like what's going to work out because it's it's such a new thing. Well. I don't know, man. I'm on title. <laughs> title gets some shows. Right. Apple has shows now too. I forgot the Apple was like. Uh, yeah, I mean, they had, none of them really broke through. Yeah, I mean, everything is just—it's just so much of everything nowadays. That. Yeah, it's, it's almost just like, blah, blah. Well, blah isn't the podcast. It's been an hour. Do you think you realize that? No. So, I mean, I want to give you guys a shout out for listening once again this week, man. Uh, listen to us ramble about terrible things and being terrible people and savagery and all the good, <laughs> like, but good stuff. Good stuff. Kids zoned in their phones and. What? Disney's flames. But I'm like worried. Like, I don't want to pay $15. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. I'm just not paying that. I guess they're they're keeping the deal, the Marvel deal with Netflix, because you know that Marvel has mad shows on Netflix. They got to keep the just brand awareness. I, I guess. I, I wonder how fragmented that'll be, um, in two years when this Disney service is supposed to come out. Um, so that remains to be seen. I mean, but there there are contracts, and, you know, legalities involved, so they can't just remove it. But I don't know. I, I didn't see anything in the articles, uh, in the in the you know press releases and stuff about about the. You know originals that are on Netflix. Mm. Um, but uh, real quick before we go, yeah, were you gonna say something? No, I was just, I was about to say for the kids. For the kids, I'm not a parent, but I do Disney. No, I don't know. I was about to say I'd be sending it because I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everybody just ease up on your phone, ease up on the phone usage, especially if you have a child or or you're a big brother, or big sister. 
want to seep into their minds. Yeah, interact. Let them be free. FaceTime, not the app. You know what? That's definitely a, a, a major thing we didn't talk about. What? The freaking FaceTiming. That's so annoying. Like, I'm not a big fan of that. Why? I don't want to see you. I'll be the old man with that. I don't like that like, shit. Why do I need to see this person's face? I don't know. And it's mad distracting. It's See loud. people walking around. Like, holding their phone up, like, mm. looking at this person. Like, not a big fan. They don't have jobs. That's literally the first thing I, and it's absurd. <laughs> it's like some Republican judgmental bullshit. But every time I see that, like, they don't work. That's the, that's I mean, like the first I, thing I think. I, it just comes up to me as just inefficient. That, that That's it to me. Like, yeah, but 90, 90% of the time, they're you not can, showing each other anything. You to waste your time like that. You don't, you don't have priorities. You don't. You probably have something better to be doing. That's yes. what you said. Yeah. It's, it's very inefficient. Like, 90% of the time, people are not showing each other anything. Maybe if I haven't seen my mother in, in months. Right. I, I'll do it, but I see my homies and siblings and everybody FaceTiming each other. Like, yo, what you doing? Oh, chilling. Oh, all right. Bye. Boop. No. I'll be curmudgeonly with that. I'm with Thank you. Thank you. I'm with you. Young curmudgeons. It's <sighs> just terrible. Like, it makes, <laughs> like I, I don't understand it. Like, why do I need to see this person? I see this person all the time. It, and it's not people that you're not talking to. It's people that they... You have to be willing to FaceTime to my back. Yeah, my homie, some some of my friends and family, they FaceTime me. It's a regular partner. And and especially if I, you know, if we live near each other or in Brooklyn or whatever, I won't answer. And they're like, yo, don't FaceTime me. So I'm like, why are you FaceTiming me? What's wrong with you? Like, what? Why? <laughs> do not do that. That is today's PSA. I, I realized all this came down to this. Yo, Tim Cook. Put like some parental controls on this. <laughs> like, I don't know what it needs to be. I think they have them. People just don't configure them. Dead ass. Of course not. Yeah. But oh my god, it's it's just disgusting. I don't, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't see it anymore. Especially on the street. Like people will, like be in the backseat of a car, FaceTiming, <laughs> or like. You look so disgusted. It's just you know. like ill. <laughs> god, I was gonna talk about Moonlight briefly. But, like, I don't even want to... Shout out to Moonlight. It was a good video. Shout out to Ellen Yang. Shout out to Jay-Z. Young actors. Gerard. Tiffany Haddish. Laurel. Issa. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Where else was in that? Gerard Carmichael? Yeah, Gerard. Big ups. It's been a good podcast. We need to get up out of here. Uh, it's another week. Catch us at all our places. SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, iTunes Podcast app. Uh, you can catch us on, on... What's the thing called? Brick, Brick uh, Radio. We did not forget about you, Brick. That was just uh, and, you know, a mental lapse. A mental lapse. We're just staggering a bit. We we got you. And uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. We're always there. Two in a bottle. So we'll be back next week. DJ, do. Dos. <laughs>